0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple
1: near you.
2: Time for some table talk.
1: I would like to hear you answer that question. Ooh, I can't believe I'm going to share this.
2: (laughs) And for some tough love. I can't even imagine being single now. You don't need to be thinking about being single. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, July 28th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. RuPaul is getting ready to serve some auntie realness in Netflix's new animated series, Chicago Party Ant. The Emmy-winning RuPaul's Drag Race host will voice Gideon, a bougie salon owner, on the 16-episode project. Lauren Ash and Rory O'Malley are set to lead the show, which follows the former as Diane Dunbrowski, an aging party girl with a heart of gold and a penchant for wine and 80s rock, and the latter as her nephew Daniel, who forgoes a year at Stanford to spend a gap year living with Diane in Chicago. The Exorcist star Linda Blair says she has not discussed appearing in the horror franchise's upcoming reboot, which will include Ellen Burstyn, who played her mother. In a tweet, Blair addressed the reboot, which will include three movies, saying, quote, "...to all my fans asking about my involvement in the new Exorcist reboot, as of now there has not been any discussions about me participating or reprising my role. I wish all those involved the best, and I appreciate the loyalty and passion the fans have for The Exorcist and my character." In an interview with the New York Post, Blair explained that reboot director David Gordon Green and production companies Blumhouse and Morgan Creek tipped her off about the new films, but that the conversation did not include a job offer. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head on over to EW.com. Number three. Now let's dive into today's pick, starting with number three, Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts. The Good Morning America anchor is hosting a new talk show on Disney+, Plus, featuring groundbreaking female celebrities from all walks of life. In each episode, Roberts sits down with three famous women for intimate roundtable conversations about their journeys and experiences, which, as the title implies, also include the guests turning the tables to interview each other and Roberts herself. Viewers are in for some profound and emotional conversations as the women discuss how their stories created room for expansion and evolution in entertainment. Here's a clip from the series featuring Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Was there a point in your career, because early on when we're all younger, you take whatever comes your way. You don't dare want to be disruptive when you're really, really young. Disruptive? You're just happy to have a job. Mm -hmm. Totally. I mean... (laughs) I mean let's just be really Get clear. Here. That's true. You don't want to be difficult. I mean I had I oh, had done so things prior to Halloween but when I got that script and every single page had my character's name on it Are you kidding? It didn't matter. It didn't I had no concept of really what it was. I just saw Laurie, 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 Laurie. Yeah. I had been on a TV show prior to that with five women and every scene we each got like one line. Mm. So it was just never a chance to do anything. So for me, it's just was the opportunity of a lifetime. But then there came a point where you spoke up. And you said Well, I didn't speak up. What I understood, because I was raised around show business, so I understood that there was a point Mm -hmm. that if I didn't stop those movies, that I might not get another opportunity to do something else.
2: Other guests on the show include Mickey Guyton, Billy Jean King, Tig Nataro, Sheila E., and Josie Tota. Like we said, viewers are in for some great conversations. You can stream all four episodes of Turning the Tables on Disney Plus right now. It's trivia time. Before her career in media, Robin Roberts became one of the all-time best scorers in what sport at her college? Basketball, lacrosse, or soccer? Stick around for the answer. Number two. We're keeping it real for today's number two pick, the new Vice documentary, Crusaders, Ex-Jehovah's Witnesses Speak Out. Reminiscent of the Scientology documentary Going Clear, Crusaders examines the Jehovah's Witnesses movement and the alleged cover-up of corruption and sexual abuse within the organization. Former members claim the group's leadership has systemically shamed and silenced victims and ostracized those who dare to confront them, maintaining a carefully curated message of faith and an almost unblemished public veneer. A rare inside look at Jehovah's Witnesses, Crusaders aims to finally confront the alleged cycle of abuse that runs deep within the movement. Here's a preview.
0: I was baptized into the Jehovah's Witness religion when I was 15 years old, and I never questioned it.
1: I liked not being one of the masses who weren't enlightened. I felt that I had won the lottery. I was born into the only true religion. I just wanted to know truth. I wanted to know what was real. Everything I had been taught was false.
0: There were adults in the congregation that knew about the abuse.
1: So much hidden documentation of child abuse that Watchtower does not want the public to know about.
2: I myself have been through a ton of abuse. The problem of sexual abuse in the Jehovah's Witness organization is much, much more significant than in the Catholic Church. Well, this is a heavy watch, but an important one, no doubt. Crusaders airs tonight at nine on Vice TV. If you're looking for some summer chills and thrills, all three entries in Netflix's Fear Street trilogy are now available to stream. But if horror isn't your thing, Fear Street star Olivia Welch has some alternate recommendations for you. The actress recently spoke to EW and answered the question, "What you watching?"
0: I've watched two TV shows recently that I would highly recommend to everybody. One of them is Drunk History, which has been around for a long time and many people have seen it, it's very beloved. I just started watching it for the first time. I've learned so much. I've laughed so much. I've cried. It's it's put me through a whole range of emotions. It's mostly brought me a lot of joy. I think it's a very pure show and it's very sweet and funny and it's fun. Sometimes I'll like see my friends pop up on that show. So it's been a great time watching that. And it's something that I I hope that they bring back because I would love to do either half of that show. I think the acting would be hilarious. I have a very low alcohol tolerance, so I don't know if I could do the first part, but I would like to try. The second show I've really loved and watched is Pen15. That show is phenomenal. It is hilarious, but it's so heartfelt. It's like the most honest portrayal of childhood I've seen in, in so long. And I think both of those women are geniuses who deserve the world. And it's such a great show. And there's so many like very sweet, heartbreaking moments I think, yeah, I think it just portrays growing up in such a, in like a bittersweet way of like, there's things that are so funny and exciting. And then there are things that are really sad, like, and like these tiny moments of like losses of innocence and things like that are portrayed so nicely. And, but it's also like the most hilarious show and, and such a genius concept. And like, they are so incredible, both of them, and they just do everything for that show. And it's so good. It's so good. But those are my two shows that I've been watching and they're both incredible.
2: We love the love for EW favorite Pen15, which, by the way, just scored an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Comedy Series. You can stream that, as well as the Dearly Departed Drunk History on Hulu. Stay tuned. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Wherever you get your podcasts you can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam welcome back to ew's what to watch one. so netflix has proved love is blind but is it lasting We'll find out in today's number one pick, Love is Blind After the Altar. The three-episode follow-up to Netflix's Dating Experiment checks in on the lives and loves of the season one cast as the Hamiltons and the Barnetts prepare for a two-year anniversary party. We'll catch up with the couples and singles as they settle back into life in Atlanta, some with their newly betrothed partners and some alone. While Amber and Barnett and Lauren and Cameron are there to celebrate two years of marriage, others are coming face to face with their exes for the first time, which is, as you might imagine, gloriously awkward. Here's a preview What does our future hold? We need adult supervision. That is true. We've had such an amazing year. <laughs> two years. Come on, don't forget. No, no. no. <laughs> I just want something real.
1: Are you going to bend, or are you going to break?
2: You could just call me Bad Luck LC. (laughs)
0: People
1: are having babies. Y'all using condoms? No.
0: Cool. You're never going to have the perfect situation to have children. But you want to stack the cards. The longer he waits, the more unrealistic it's going to become.
1: My biggest fear going into the party is seeing Mark's girlfriend. Apparently, he was sleeping with multiple other women. He had been fooling me the entire time.
2: Some of those couples might be wishing the walls were back between them. You can stream Love is Blind after the altar on Netflix now. And lastly, today, the answer to our trivia question. Before her career in media, Robin Roberts became one of the all time best scorers in what sport at her college? Basketball, lacrosse, or soccer? Maybe you can rebound tomorrow if you didn't get this right. The answer is basketball. Roberts racked up more than 1,400 points in her college career at Southeastern Louisiana University, and her number 21 jersey was retired in a 2011 ceremony. edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usdin.